just like that, we're back again. We're back with a good vibe. I hope y'all feeling out there. It's for the ladies. Sit. I feel like that y'all sound so beautiful. I'm not in the car with you, but I can feel the vibration through the pond. It's about to be a good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you are. I'm about to have fun today. Let's go ahead and get into it. Come on. Didn't get to the chorus, but you get it. Welcome back, everybody. This is She. And I, I am your host, to be love, and like always, I have my very special host with me, India Marie. Oh, India Marie and be love, the husband and wife duo. You didn't know you need, but you got us, and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday, give it up for yourself one time. Each and every week, we have to let gratitude be our attitude. So thank you guys for listening, reviewing, telling a friend, sharing it on all your socials, wherever you share, word of mouth. Hey, man, shout it out. Don't think twice about it. Let somebody know what you're listening to and let it be us. India. Yes. I'm on fire. I can already tell it's going to be a good pod. I get to cooking. How was your Week, come on, man, talk to me. Week was good. Come on now. Um, did I tell that? Did I? Yeah, you told him last week, so say it again. I told him the, the date. Nah. Did I tell him the date? I don't think so. Okay, second annual. She did her thing. Vendor Expo. <laughs> I'm actually not announcing it. Well, why until... you gonna tease? I'm not going to announce it on social media. Don't tease me. Just please. Because all our followers don't listen to the podcast, so this is just a little treat. But y'all, okay, okay, okay. Um, Exclusive. The event is on October 2nd. And I'm so excited. I'm nervous. I'm only nervous because, you know, COVID is doing the COVID thing, but I also understand that people are being stupid. Getting that Delta so, out there. Getting whatever. that Delta. Um, but I'm moving forward. Everything gets falling into place. So, yeah, it'll be announced. On socials, I think on August 16th, I think it's the date, whatever that Monday is. So you got two weeks and you will be able to send me your vendor applications. Send we need to the events. Vendor applications. We need you to tell a friend. We need you to buy a ticket. We need you to sponsor. We need all that. Get a ticket. Come on now. And you know, it's funny because so last year when I announced the event, yeah, I announced the event at a time. When people were trying to be allies and things, pro black, everybody want to act pro black. Um, but y'all know it's just that it was most of that was just a bunch of talk because most of the people that act were at the event black. were black people. Um, but I had several people reach out to me and was like, "Let me get this straight. So I have to buy a ticket to get into the event and pay to shop with the vendors." Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what you have to do. Um, I don't think y'all realize how much energy and effort goes into this event. And I like to think that the things that I plan are not just events, their experiences. Come on, girl, you're saying something. Hold up. And anything that I do that has my name on it is a vibe. What about this podcast? I hire people to make the event a vibe. So... You know, it's it, like I said, it's not just your regular old vendor event Come that on, you're man. going to Talk at the farmer's market. This ain't that. This ain't outside <laughs> getting your shoes dirty. This ain't outside worried about a grass stain on your new shoes. It's indoors with nice vibes, with nice people. And this the is girls networking. came last time. They showed out. They was dressed cute. I like that energy. I ain't see nobody but you. I only have a... But yeah, I saw, yeah, I didn't see nobody but you. I wasn't doing nothing yeah, but helping. I wasn't on. So, anyways, all of the information will be released um, August 16th. So, I'm super excited. If you're planning to be a vendor, get it in your head. <laughs> Set your vendor feeds aside. Set them aside, man. I did have people complain about. Uh, you're talking <laughs> about it. Last year, Come on, man. I it's announced the event, and you know, 
this is why they say don't look at the comments. Don't look at the comments. And it was just so many people saying, oh, those vendor fees are way too high and, you know, whatever. But the thing is, who do y'all think pays for these events? Mm -hmm. Like, how do y'all think the event happens? Like, you think the venue is free? It's not. You think the DJ is free? It's not. You think, like, everything in there is free? It's not. So... <laughs> Honestly, the past two events, I haven't even profited off of them because I care so much about the event Come that on, I'm man. not trying to pocket the money. Come on, man. So, you know, this one is like if I make a profit, it's great. But I want my goal is for the vendors to make money and for everybody to have a good time. So that's why the fees are what they are. <laughs> Don't ask me about it this year. Either you I will not respond. <laughs> Either you gonna pay. <laughs> Are you not? Like, that's the whole thing. Like, hey, if you want to come out, pay to be... Let me ask y'all a question real fast. Everybody out there who's listening to the pod right now, when you go to Chick-fil-A, right? Mm -hmm. When you go to Zara, right? When you go to any of your favorite places. Matter of fact, when you go to your house, don't you pay... your hairdresser don't you pay a booth fee don't you pay a rental fee don't you pay you know you, you're paying a fee to be in all these places so man you know, stop stop acting like you're supposed to be free if you have you know a, what I mean? um, come on now if you have a business know somebody a business. with a business that can't participate or can't be a vendor or even it's just not in their budget to, to be a vendor they can also pay a small fee to advertise in swag bags yeah and look if you need if you know somebody out there who's a good vendor buy you got the heat got everything they need i might give away a vendor fee acceptance package on me i might pay your vendor fee <laughs> on me you gonna a, do it? You gonna do a giveaway? I put on everything. You gonna Listen, do a giveaway? You want me to do it right now? A vendor giveaway? Me, do you want me to do it right now? If you want to be a vendor, and I'm, I'm small, small space, not the big one. If you, if you want to be a vendor, let her know that you heard it on the podcast, and I'll pay the fee for you. First so come, first serve. If he's saying a small vendor, you can't be a clothing first. vendor because clothing vendors have to take up more space just because of the clothing <sighs> race. So. First come, first serve. But you got to tell them, tell her you heard this on She and I Pod. And um, yeah, and then DM me and let me know. First come, first serve. DM me personally. You're going to DM the um, page because I might not see it. Um, first come, first serve. That's all I'm going to say, man. That's what I'm going to do. I'm doing this for you and everybody out there listening to the pod. Because if you listen to a pod, you're a friend of mine. And if you are trying to be a vendor, you're a friend of hers and a friend of mine too. So let's make this happen in a real way. All right. So. They're sponsoring a vendor for the event. I sponsored the event last year too. I did sponsor the event. My name was on the back of the t-shirt. <laughs> My name wasn't on the back of the t-shirt. Come on, yeah, man. What did we say? That's what I'm saying. I don't get no credit. I sponsor the event. I hold it down, but I don't get no credit. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about that in a second. But anyway, tell the people <laughs> what you did this weekend. Let's get into it. I didn't do nothing this weekend. I'm in the house. Don't ask me to go nowhere. I'm in the house. You can got spooked. I'm in the house. Um, Until... Until... Hell, I'm in the house. Honestly, <laughs> I just... I don't think people realize this about me. I really am like an introvert. Mm. Are you I have a big personality when I know you, when you're my friend, but I I don't like being outside like that. I have not been to a single lounge in Nashville since 2019. Okay, we talked about that last week. So I'm saying like, you asked me what I was doing. I was in the house. All right, let me tell you, I know she's lying because we met... A cool ass couple this week. Give it up what for them one time. Okay, so I'm about to talk about something. Hold on, I'm about to make a whole story. Go ahead, but yeah, go ahead. Hop in, jump in, do your thing. So it's a, okay. Let's just talk about Saturday because all the other days of the well, week on, we didn't let's, do anything. Let's, let's go ahead and get into it. During the week, we, we got, got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. That's what I. Okay. Now here we go. Get back to it. 
So do your thing. We'll just start from the beginning of the weekend. I'm not gonna go into last week because honestly, right, this week has been very busy. Um, because I'm trying to get everything settled for the launch of the event. Um, but Friday we went and celebrated our homeboy Chris. Happy birthday! Shout out to, to KR. my guy, man. Old man. Thirty-five <laughs> years old, nigga. old as hell. Um, and then on Saturday, Bear had to work. He got off work work early, so I was like, "Let's go get food." So we went and ordered food from. We went to Coco's Italian Coco Market. Italian. Bear loved his food. Loved I'm not it. gonna say anything about mine. Loved my food. Um, and then afterwards, can we talk? Can I pause real fast? First of all, we went to lunch, right? And we go to lunch, and this is for all the fellas. Fellas out there, y'all going to feel me on this. Listen up. We go to lunch, and usually, typically, you know, fellas, we don't eat as much as our counterpart. It's just that is what it is. We do not eat as much as you guys. Man, Indy was like, I'm ready to order. First time she's ever made a decision about food this fast. Like, before me, I'm shocked. Because I was so hungry. So I panicked, like, okay, cool. Man, when the waiter came back, all I heard was, okay, so first, I want an appetizer. <laughs> Second, I want a Caesar salad. Third, I want shrimp on my Caesar salad. I'm looking at this like, hey, we ain't even made it to dinner yet. We are still at 12.30 p.m. in the afternoon. So I'm thinking like, boy, what kind of day are we about to have at this point? It hit me so hard. And I'm looking at her like, this is how you feel? I mean, I got the bruschetta for the table. And I'm like, I didn't ask for that. But it was good, wasn't it? I ate a piece. I it said, was I good, didn't, wasn't it? But the thing about it. The only reason it, why you didn't eat it is because you ordered a sandwich and you didn't want to eat no carbs. bread yeah. because of your abdominals. That's right. So that's I don't right. want to hear it. Big facts. The but bruschetta listen, was fine. <laughs> listen, though. <laughs> fellas, feel me. When you go out with your girl and it's only lunchtime and she orders like $20 to $30 worth of food on her own, Ooh, you about to have a long day ahead of you. But gratefully and thankfully, the food came out. Her food came out a little bit out of the park. But anyway, so I don't even like. We're not, not going to talk because like, I like the place. I don't, okay, well, that's fine. I don't like. It was a hair in my food, so I had to send it back. Okay? It was a hair in my food, so I had to send it back. Yeah. And I didn't really like the vibes because you know how you sitting down? Anytime I go in a restaurant and it's a gnat flying around. In the dining room, oh, like there's no telling what the gnats look like in the kitchen. It's like, one gnat. So a gnat escaped from the kitchen where the food is to the table. So it got to be some other gnats in there while they're cooking your food. Where it's Saturday I digress. brunch. Uh, and her bill alone was about to be $25 to $30. Well, you know what? Guess what? Saturday brunch. The good Lord must knew that he didn't want to spend that much Lord on lunch because mercy. I got... My Caesar salad. For one, I did taste it. I, I I took like two bites. Two bites. And I was like, wow, this is like the worst Caesar salad I've ever I had. I thought you said you weren't going to say anything about the place. I, I like the place. I know, I know. It's fine. What, it's is, fine. You, what is she just, doing? But you're asking me about my weekend, okay? That's mine. All right, go ahead. So, do I looked down at my fork and it's a pizza here in my salad. So, we had to send the salad back. And at that point... I was so disgusted by the hair in the net that I said, I don't want anything else. Be blessed. <laughs> so, <laughs> and yeah. Beard ate his food. And Blake ate his. We got his name. Yeah. Well, Blake, Blake didn't eat his food. Blake ate your food. Blake ate my food too. So, that's so how you know, so that was that. Then we went and tried the milkshake bar inside of LNL Market, which. It was good. We enjoyed our milkshakes. All right, let me and tell then, you, can I keep it real, real fast? Let me keep it real. Milkshakes, L&L Market, the milkshake bar, they cool. You feel me? Like, nothing wrong with them. They all right. But I think people go there for the picture of oh, yeah. the milkshake. Oh, yeah. It's vanilla ice cream, and they blend it. They don't even blend it like the McFlurry. You know the McFlurry? Oh, you got that thing blended, and it was smooth. They yeah, blend it just enough so you can have to like scoop the ice cream out and eat it. I was gonna say, so my um a little too thick, couldn't even suck it. It remind the texture reminded me of a Wendy's Frosty. Yeah, it was more frosty and not than shake. of a milkshake. Yes. You know uh Cardi B said she can suck a watermelon through a straw. You ain't sucking this damn milkshake through the straw. You had to eat a spoon with this one. Yeah. So, but but for what it's worth, it was good. It, like, it was a good flavor. Yeah, it was good. We, we all enjoyed what we had, whatever. And then Blake was like, I want to go to the park. 
I like, bro, I thought we were about to go home. And mind you, she said, I just got off work. So I'm doing all I'm about to spend all the money I made at work on some shrimp calamari and Caesar salad. Got a milkshake. Now I think I'm about to go home and kick off my shoes and relax my feet. Nope. We about to go to the park. Continue. Well, on. the only reason why I said yes, Blake, we can go to the <laughs> park is because he had just had the milkshake yeah. and I knew he needed to run that energy off. Otherwise, he was going to drive us up. The- we wouldn't even be peaceful in the house. No, nah, no. Nah. Because he would be bouncing all over the wall. So Most I was like, definitely. well, let's just go to the park. What's funny is that there is a park in Sh- on Charlotte. It's called um, Richland Park. We were trying to get to that park, but the train had come and we were stuck there. So Bear was like, I don't feel like waiting at the train. Audible. So he. Bust the U-turn, and we went to Centennial Park. And we have been to Centennial Park in a while. Many. So we get there, and, you know, three-year-olds are so funny on the playground. It's like, you they're, they're either two different ways. They can be very kind and polite, and they want to play with your kid, or they can be little assholes. Mm-hmm. So it's no in-between. It's literally either. no in-between. And Blake, he's so friendly. So we encounter more assholes than friendly kids all the time. Blake is the spitting image of me when it comes to new people. He just talks to anybody. India so much, he didn't get that from me. He's nah. No. So <laughs> he finds a little kid on the playground. And he's trying to play. The, the kid is actually trying to play with Blake. And so I was like, Blake, he's trying to play with you. Great. I was like, I feel like this kid is Love like Blake's it. same age. Like Love I really it. do. So they start playing and all of a sudden the kid is looking for his mom. And I was like, who are his parents? And Barry kind of guessed who his parents were. Good guess. So I like pointed in the direction of his mom and Blake followed the kid over to his parents. Mm -hmm. So since Blake walked over there, Barry and I walked over there and we ended up talking to this family and it's very Super rare cool. that you click with a family on the playground because people just be weird. Like we <laughs> have gone, we have gone to a park before, met a family, and Bear has talked to the dad, and he's like, uh, yeah. "I don't like his vibe. I don't like his vibe." Well, let me tell you though. So listen, all right. So when we go to the park, typically, and I'm gonna keep it a buck. When we go to the park, typically, it's always the um, how do I say this? The suburban dads out there. Um, the dads are just really not, they just, the unseasoned chicken, if you get what I'm saying. Real suburban vibes, real like I'm trying to get an IPA. I don't know nothing about Hennessy vibes, if you get what I'm saying. Um, however, however, the family that we, the family that we met, I said, oh, okay, I see what's going on here, just like us. Continue yeah. on. Yeah, so we pretty much stayed at the park for like another hour because we were talking to this family and Blake had hit it off with their son. Turns out, Blake and the kid is only a week apart. A week. So sometimes you just be feeling like, because I've been thinking, like, I wish we could meet another family that has a kid that's Blake's age that we can, like, I'm gonna talk about that all too. hang out with and play with and connect with. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Granted, we we just met we just met these people, but we do plan to kick it with them again. Yeah. Um. But then part of me also feels like it was meant for you to turn around to and not yep. go to the other park and go to that one. I felt like when I was there, I was like, huh, I'm glad we actually came here. <laughs> I said that. I said that. I was full of jokes, too. I don't know what got into me. I was firing on all cylinders. Well, that's how I am every day. But I turned the car around at the at the railroad track, and I'm like, man, I'm about to go to Centennial. I'm not to sit at this damn train to go to a park. I'm already ready to go home. And we met the family, met the homies. I'm like, hey, man, it was God. Made me turn around to come see you back to this park. But anyway, um, we hit it off, and I think it was super dope because we had been just we had a little tiff, not an argument, but a little friction came because the other day we were talking about like Blake needing some kids to play with, and I kind of went ahead and was like, Man, like I can't find, I can't keep doing everything. I feel like, can you just go find some kids? Like, I know she's probably looking at me like, Well, you know more people. With to have male kids, I'm like, that's nah, what I'm saying. Like, let me get done. Let me get, let me get done. All the things. Let me get done. And I'm like, and I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna try to find somebody for him to play with. So we had a little bit of a tiff. Like, you about to have one right there. We had a little bit of a tiff, right? So then all of a sudden, we didn't even mention anything else about it. Now here we are. The car turned around. The train pulled up to the park. Boom. 
meet this cool ass family. And I think that when you put the good positive vibes out into the universe, I even I think I know the vibes, that positive energy will come back to you because we have been positive. Like things have been moving. We've been straight. So I do feel like that when you start putting that stuff out, like, man, we're trying to find Blake somebody to play with. Like, we're doing the right things when it comes to business. We're doing the right things when it comes to our relationship by each other. I feel like that positive energy starts to have a instant return on things you want in your life. I just think it's important to find people who... They don't have to be like you, but just... Have mutual things in common. Yeah. Same wavelength. Like, I felt like... Oh, we can't. We hit it all. It was a good fight. Yeah, good time. I, I felt like we could. Good time. We could hire. <laughs> I felt like we could hire uh, a sitter to watch both the kids, and barely not could go out and kick it with the parents. Oh yeah, with like, that we, type we, of time. We've met some families where I know that I have strictly just went out because I knew the kids would get along. Mm-hmm. I would not necessarily hit up the parents to go kick it on the weekend. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But the homies, I hit them up like shit, man. Listen, we'll pay for the sitter this week. We're gonna <laughs> let the boys hang out. Get outside is open. I got the Red Bull smoking, and I ain't joking. So I'm thinking like that's the vibe we finna be on. I hope so, cause they were cool. So I'm looking forward to it. There it is. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. That's all I had to say. But one thing happened in the park. That I didn't realize until afterwards, right? So, we all talking at the park, first time meeting this cool family, and then all of a sudden, boom, we get back in the car. We have to leave and go our separate ways. Everybody say goodbye. We get back in the car. India is now strapping Blake into his car seat. I happen to look back, because I always look back to check on my family, and all of a sudden, I look and I say, damn, India? You met a new family and you got hair under your armpits? I ask you, what did I ask you? We're finna do this right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm getting somewhere. I said, do you shave under your arm anymore? And what did I say? You said, because I wear my natural no, deodorant. No, I said, I looked at him, I said, no, I don't shave anymore. And then you said, because I wear my new natural deodorant, the hair tends to grow up under my arm fast. And if y'all listen to the podcast on a regular basis, we had that conversation about two or three episodes ago. So I'm not going to revisit that. And I'm like, damn, we just met somebody new. And I bet they thinking, like, this girl is a real bohemian. She got hair on her armpits. But I she looks so wonder, nice. I'm about to get somewhere. I just sat here and brought up all the nasty shit about you? you no. Okay. But you a nasty nigga get... sometimes. Sorry, no, I don't okay. ever be sitting here bringing it up <laughs> like, huh, let's talk about this today. But I thought about that. She said, nah, I just got to shave more often than not. So I'm like, all right, cool. I feel you. Now... I thought about a topic that came up this weekend about something very similar, right? And the topic was Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis talking about how much they made, all right? So let me ask you real fast. I'm going to insert the clip probably right in this area right now, all right? Now let me ask you, how often do you take baths? (laughs) Take a bath every day. I think you should, right? At least one bath a day. In the summertime, you might find yourself taking how many? Two. Two. I take about two or three. In the summer, just because I'm out and working out and bathing. It depends on what I'm doing in the day. There you go. There you go. Sometimes like, I get up and I work out and I probably need to shower as soon as I finish, but I won't shower then because Blake and I are going to the park. Right. And it's 100 degrees outside. Right, right. So I, I thought about that like, Damn. Man, if you, so the clip just said that Ashton was like, man, listen, I wash my nuts, my underarm, but I don't wash my body every day. And he said he uses like Irish Spring or Libra 2000 or one of those. Man, your skin is about to break out. I tried to use one of those soaps before and I promise my whole arm felt like a damn alligator skin by the time I got done. It was rough. I didn't have nothing in my skin. And I feel like that. that's is, not the with vibes. with you not washing your body, I don't know, like, where these people... Me either. ...come up with, the like, them not needing to wash oh, their body. People. It's kind of like... 
When I was growing up, my mama used to be like, did you clean behind your ears? Or she would be like, you need to go clean behind your ears. And then you would take a cotton ball with a little alcohol on it and rub it behind your ears. And it ain't nothing but dirt. It ain't nothing but dirt. So why wouldn't you want to wash your body? Listen, man, God forbid if you take a cotton swab or something with some alcohol on it and wipe the back of your neck... And you see the brown that comes off the back of your neck, you'll feel like you're a filthy animal. And then check this out. Fellas out there, if you ever kiss a girl and her neck tastes like you just jumped into the Atlantic Ocean, dump her right now. Because she doesn't bathe every day. Now, I will say the only time that I went consecutive days without bathing, bathing was when we were in quarantine last year. Yeah, you weren't bathing at all. I remember I asked you one I said, can you take it a bath? You walk around here, everything hairy. It under was a all little this. depressing, like <laughs> because we, when the pandemic first started, we also weren't going outside. Like people were scared to go any and everywhere. So, hey. like I was, we weren't going to the park. We when that, you know, we first went on lockdown. lockdown you took lockdown, lockdown to the next so, level. I mean, <laughs> I remember one day I vividly asked you, hey, "You been taking a bath?" Not. But you hadn't been taking one either. Uh-huh, old country, I you did because not. I was working out. I was nope. working. See? No, you weren't. You had stopped. You had no, stopped going. I was, no, I stopped going to the gym, but I had picked up Beachbody on but demand. But there was a couple of weeks that had went by me. before you started paying for Beachbody on demand. So about you two weeks, you weren't doing that immediately. So about two weeks. So you say I missed like a day and a half. But, of no, taking a bath. for like a month. No, I'm not saying you didn't take a month. I'm saying. There was like that first uh, month that we was in quarantine, it was okay. inconsistent baths. <laughs> is what I'm know. saying. I don't know. I don't know. Let me smell you. I don't know. You smell good right now, though. So. You smell like floral, though. You like floral? Anyway, my go deodorant ahead. is floral. That's what you're smelling. What's this? Okay. Too much, um, like potpourri almost. Not nothing bad. I'm just. Go ahead. Beard. Go ahead, man. I'm about to get up out of this seat if you say anything else. You got potpourri on. But anyway, so I wanted to talk about that because I did think about you as soon as I... And I wasn't trying to fade you. That's why I didn't say in front of nobody about your underarm. Barry. When we got in the whip, let me get... And you're still talking about it. I'm done talking about my underarms. All right, cool. But check it out, though. So, now that we know we both bathe, do you think that's a little bit weird that people say they don't take baths every day? I mean, I think that the people that don't take baths is why these sicknesses and illnesses I mean, are spreading for, around I here. Like, layup right there. Um, you just going to be nasty. Like, Also, pay attention to the fact that the shelves are fully stocked. With Lysol oh my God, and gloves yeah. and stuff right now. Nobody's buying that shit no more because people don't stop cleaning. I'm going to tell y'all straight up. I went to Walmart Saturday um, just to kind of pick up some knickknacks for the car or whatever. Got air freshener. And I, I passed by the Lysol aisle and it was like fully stocked. And I thought the same thing. Like, man, I don't know. They just got a mass quantity in because they expect things to get worse. Um, but... If y'all ain't got y'all Lysol, that means y'all ain't cleaning. So I suggest y'all go pick up some Lysol and clean your house, man. C- clean up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. And people aren't washing their hands. Yeah, I know that. Like, when I've been out in public and I go to public restrooms, people are not washing their hands. They are using the toilet and walking their asses right out of the bathroom. That's why I still wear my mask everywhere I go. I wear my hand. And literally, as soon as I touch the doorknob, I use hand sanitizer. Every time. If anything, I, need that. I don't understand how people are so lax with their cleaning now. If anything, it's kind of made me into a germaphobe. <laughs> and I have enough things that can make me get sick. So I'm not trying to pick up extra germs <laughs> to build my immune system. Miss me with that shit. All right, You now, need a little bit of germs to boost your immune system. Right. Like, no. You need some Red Bull to boost my immune system. So the moral of this story is, if you don't take... Let me back up and say the moral of the story is this. If you wash dishes more than you wash your ass, shame on you. You're probably going to hell. Give it up for yourself. You're going to hell. That's not a, that's not a good comparison. <laughs> you can't... Don't you got to wash dishes to eat? No, nah, not if you got a lot of them. Who Hold got on. a lot of dishes? Obviously, we do, because at one point, you weren't washing dishes every day. Because I, I don't like washing dishes, and I don't feel uh, like so if there's five I'm dishes say- in the sink that so I have to wash them immediately. If, so if you wash dishes more than you wash yourself, shame on you. 
I don't feel like I still don't feel like that's comparable. Well, yeah, I mean, if you don't I mean, get whatever. If, if you don't get the sign in, obviously you're not washing your behind. That's what I'm gonna say on that. All right, now brought me to something else you just mentioned, but I'm gonna get to that last. But the next thing I want to talk about is something I posted on my story the other day. Um, I have this thing. Hold on, let me pull it up. Pull it up for the people on YouTube. This thing is a bad mother sucker right here. And I don't even like it. India saw this. It's not for you, though. That's, that's the beauty you about this. You literally have suggested that I, I use your little vibrator gun Being nice. I suggested she times. use my Theragun. So I'm holding up on a camera right now, Theragun. Uh, India thought this was a vibrator. And she was like, no, what is this sex toy I that said, you have? It looks like a vibrator. So that brought me to thinking. It does. I got my Let wheels spinning. Let me see it. About to, okay. Literally, most Only of fans, them, here we most go. Most of them have this little round ball right here. Most of them. How many you got? It's the only thing that makes it not a vibrator is the fact that this part like goes in like that. It's usually just like one cohesive side with this being the head. You're not going to tell me that this don't look like a vibrator. So how many do you have? That's, that's a good question I want to get to right now. If you got... All these mini vibrations. Let's talk about that. I have one that goes in. <laughs> I don't need you to describe <laughs> the technique of how you use them, right? I specifically <laughs> just ask, how many do you have? Uh, and and you I think I have three different types of bullets. So do you watch those? <laughs> just play. Yeah, I have like, they're, they make like soap for sex toys. Wow. Toy cleaner, I bought her some of that before too. Now, let me ask you a question, right? I'm not going looking for them, and I don't care, like, if you get to know. But if you found a sex toy, male sex toy, in my drawer or <laughs> underneath my bed, wouldn't you get upset? Upset? Oh my God. Yes. Would you not get upset? Watch the lie. Why, why, why would I get upset? <laughs> All right. You said a male sex toy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you found a male that like... That you've already used? Yes, like a sex toy that men use specifically. I mean, like but a what sleeve did... or a sucker <laughs> thing. Like a pocket pussy? A pocket puss. <laughs> like would... <laughs> would you... Wouldn't you get upset if I just had a pocket I pussy under my bed? some questions. All right, cool, cool, cool. So <laughs> why is it such a double standard thing? And check, hold on, let me go further. Let me stop right there. She just said she has about four or five vibrators. I kind of counted in my head. Rough mathematics, right? But if you open up my phone and you saw some pornographic activity, wouldn't you get upset? It's just, it's I just don't watch porn. But that's not what I'm asking you right now. It's crazy how she answers the question in a roundabout way. Would you not get upset? Answer the question. I would feel away. All right, so cool. So now, you just sat up here on the microphone, and not only did you tell me how many you had, you started to go into detail about it. I use one, I stick it up, it does this, it sucks a little bit, then it vibrates this way and left and right, and then when I take it out, I scream. You just basically illustrated everything. Nigga, do you want a pocket pussy? That's not what I'm asking. <laughs> do you want one? All I'm asking is, how would you feel if I were to get one? Or I'm not even talking about take it off the pocket pussy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Take it off the old pocket puss. Let's talk about pornography. Let's talk about it. I'm sitting at home and all of a sudden you pull up the phone or you open up my computer because we use the same computer. You probably use it. You probably got porn on this computer. No, I don't. But I anyway, have, we know back in the day when oh, I used see to like see, see? when I used to like snoop through your email. I found like you used to save porn videos and I've deleted porn videos out of your email. <laughs> So my favorite joints, because we got a bookmark, our favorite joints, because sometimes you get in the crunch and you're trying to like hurry up and just rub one out. You go to your email, type in P-O-R-N, and you just look at your favorite joints. And that's cool if that's what you do. However, let's not let's not take the light off the question oh that I'm asking right now. And my, my question is simply that, man. You know what I mean? Like, why is it that you can have a variety? You got a variety pack. You got one do this, one does that. And if I were to have porn on my phone, on my computer, or any type of sex mail sex device, you would get upset. Just tell me why. I just want to know why and I'll leave it alone. Come on, man. It's answering. Okay, so because I guess for See me, 
I just be like, if you want to have sex, then just come and have sex. Like, I guess it just depends on when you're using the things. Because for me... <laughs> she lied. <laughs> I like how you... <laughs> I usually use it when you're not here. Oh, my God. Um, You try to think of a line now. That's a, you look, this, you know, you were little and the teacher said, uh, excuse me, India, the answers are not in the sky. No, you're like, damn, man. You read the question like five or six times in fifth grade and you look I, in the sky like and Like I said, I just, I just be like, I mean, I'm right here. Why you need to go watch porn? So that's, that's, that's why you like, get upset, well, answer huh? the question. So that, <laughs> why would you, why? What what would be the reason for going to watch porn if your wife is in the house? exact same reason. You have five bullets and five um, guns and that's five. That's not true. What you mean it's not true? It's literally not true. That's not the same reason. Because you know what, man? All right, let's talk about it. Let's go ahead and crack the head open. Sometimes it's just easy to go and do it like a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You ain't got to do all the extra activities. Like, you got to warm the engine up. You're just like, all right, man, I'm just finna How just get this How often do you out. watch porn? You know, people be having porn addictions. Do we need to talk oh, about that? Oh, no, 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 no. Don't try to move the goalposts. Let's stay on this one question <laughs> right now. moving the goalposts? Oh, women think they so slick. That's not, you know what, you're not well, moving you the goalposts. Well, because you can easily just say, you're not I don't moving. watch you're not it moving. that much. I, I so don't. do you, how often do you watch porn, I, Barry? That's what watching. you be doing in this room at night? You know what I do in this room at night. Go to sleep at the time. Um, nah, let's not try to move away from the question I at hand. No, because you just be moving away from answering the questions that I, I asked I wish you would answer the first question. What's the first question? I see what I mean? Why is it such a double standard? Or why would you get so upset by me? Because right now you're showing that you would get upset by me watching porn or by me having a male sex toy. So why would that drive you up the wall well, like it is right now? because when I use now? my vibrators, I don't have to watch porn to get off. And I don't have to watch my night to get off either. <laughs> But you do. But I don't. Know. That's what I'm saying. I really you don't. don't anymore. Like, because nah, nah, nah. it literally used videos, to be probably like 20. I would get on your computer back in the day, and it was all that was in your browser history. Back in the day, how long ago we talking? But that's what I'm saying. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? How long ago we talking? It doesn't matter how long ago. I'm talking about today. Can you answer my question? Okay. First? So you really just be here watching porn like this? <laughs> This is such an amazing. This is woman one hundred and one right here. Typical. No, you know you're being a typical man by asked, deflecting. I've asked you multiple times. Who asked you a question first? I just want to know who brought this whole thing up and asked the question. Just let me know. If first. I said, <laughs> how many times? How often do you watch? Porn? I don't watch. I, I really don't. I promise, I don't. I really don't. I can look at Joy Chavez and be like, oh. See what I'm saying? But now she gets upset, but she got five vibrators. But when I said that, it's like... I'm not using any one person <laughs> to get off. I'm not using any one person. If you're just saying I'm watching pornography. So let me ask you a question. Now you want me to watch one person oh my and look at porn. I didn't pick, say pick, any pick of that. Pick your porn. I didn't say man. any of that. You got a porn addiction? How did this go from me asking you... <laughs> Let me tell you how far it shifted away from the original question. I I've said, already answered your original question, though. But you're showing right now that you would get upset if I were to watch porn. And that's all I'm saying. And I asked the question. We're not talking about, like, the amount of times. We're not talking about I've how already many... answered the question. So the I've question? already what, said, what yes, I would feel away. Because I would be wondering why you're sitting in here watching porn right. when I'm in the house. Right, right, right. So that was I've already question. answered the question. And by, so my, my answer is, and it's not going to be good enough, I don't watch porn. <laughs> See what I'm saying? And I said it with a straight face. I told her what I just looked at, and now she's looking at me like I'm crazy upside my head. And I don't have to look at that. I don't have to, like you just said, you have to look at, you don't have to look at stuff. You can use your imagination, right? Yes. So what's so, why can't I have the same I privilege? I pictures of you on my phone. Why can't I have the same privilege, though? And I'm like, all right, cool. I don't need any porn. I can just go whack it off and be done. But I can't do that. Because it's not true, baby. You be lying. <laughs> <laughs> how if you fellas don't get distracted about how women try to make their truth be your truth her truth is that she's this is gaslighting 101 somebody said one day on the comments that he's gaslighting her it was like a comment a clip of 
Wasn't even a full clip. Like the minute or 45 second clips we post on Instagram and somebody wrote, this seems like a gaslighting situation. I'm like, lady, chill. It's a podcast. We have fun. We have like fun banter back and forth. Listen to the whole episode. However, this situation which just happened, this is gas. She's telling me right now, oh, you watch gosh. porn. You oh, watch porn. Gosh. Eventually, you. she wants me to say, I watch porn. I'm not. And I'm not. I told you verbatim. I don't need to watch pornography. I can whip that bad boy out and be uh, done. Okay. But you know all about it. So why are you getting so upset then? I'm not getting upset. I'm just saying for somebody that don't watch porn, you sure do know a lot about it. You know the do you know the new websites? Everybody you know, know the the who the hell is everybody? Every, everybody I don't knows. know. Who well, you need is to everybody? figure it out then. Anytime exactly. she does this. How is it that you don't watch porn, but you know who all the the uh the porn stars are you know the new ones the latest ones you know the new porn I sites can't, i can't tell you a new one i can't tell you a new one. i know the veterans roxy reynolds oh everybody just thumbed me up right then uh, <laughs> everybody did thumb me up um going back to this you say you weren't mad anytime you do this and you hit me with this right here, you're mad. I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about. So, all right, so I just want to be clear that about it. I already answered the question. I don't know what you want. You want me to fit, like literally say I would be mad? I already said I would feel away. What else do you want? I just want to make sure. Now you gaslight me. I don't have to say I would be mad. I'm saying that <laughs> I would feel away. I'm not gaslighting you at all. All right, let me get to the last and final topic. And this might be longer than I expected, but it's all good. But let me get there. All right, so something else that I wanted to talk about, I was going to talk about last week, but the last week episode was so good, I didn't even get to talk about it. But the topic is the division, is the division of labor fair in your household, right? So I wanted to talk about, like, how do you divide up, not even chores, but how do you divide up household activities and, like, work? Is the division of labor fair and how do you set expectations on when things should change? So how do you feel about that? Uh, it depends on what season I'm in in my life. What you mean? So obviously I stay home with Blake. Mm -hmm. So the expectation, the expectation of me like doing the household chores, like the laundry and the cleaning and the cooking is pretty fair. When I have nothing else going on. On the weeks or times that I'm in like, so I, I, I feel like this is part of the reason why we struggled so much last year. Because you just couldn't wrap it in your head while I went sitting at home cleaning the house and cooking every day. But I also don't think you knew how much work I was having to do on my event and my business then. So it's like, yeah, I'm at home, but I'm not just at home to tend to the the chores. Like... The right, way that right. you work, I have to work too. Like, I don't like depending on you for everything. Even though that I know that I can, I don't like to. And in order for me to figure something else out on myself or work on the things that I want to do, right I have on. to work. So, that's why I said it just depends on the season that, that we're <laughs> in. So, like last month, I felt like I was doing a pretty good job. Of keeping the house clean, uh, doing all the cooking and yeah. the cleaning, it was fine. But shit was slow moving for me. Over the past two weeks, however, that has changed. Yeah. I have not been able to keep the house as clean. I have not been cooking as much as I was cooking. And it's because I am spending so many hours into the event trying to prepare for the launch. And I don't have the help that I had last year. Mm. So... I feel like it's important to be understanding of where the other person is right. um, as far as expectations now. I did see a post, I think on Instagram two weeks ago, and mm -hmm. it was basically saying that men expect you to work, cook, clean, take care of the kids, and teach the kids while they only get to work. Mm -hmm. And that has never been a fair trade. If both of us are working full time, no matter what type of job it is, mm. 
Mm-hmm. We should both be tending to all the things in the house. We should both be tending to the kid. We should both be tending to the chores. We should both be tending to the food or however it is you want to make your family work. Now, I agree with that a little bit. I agree with that up until a certain point, like at the end. Um, and, and what you said in the beginning was true. Like right now, a little bit, and I understand, like things start picking up. Now it's like, all right, something's something's always going to fall by the wayside. Things picked up for you. Now we have to figure out how to shuffle or how to adjust. And I feel like that's the biggest thing, right? We have to set expectations. You said that once, but then we have to also figure out how to adjust things as different items come the individual's way. Like think something may come your way and I need to adjust. Something may come my way. I need to adjust. However, the beauty about us right now is that you don't work, right? So I, I do feel like that um, that lends extra time for us. Now, what you said at the end, a minute ago about when men expect women to do, come home, work, feed the kids, cook the meal, put the kids to bed, all that. I don't think that's necessarily true anymore. I feel like this antiquated thinking and old thinking from back in the day. And I don't think today the modern man right now in 2021, the the man who is who was married between the ages, I'm going to say 28 and about 37. I don't feel like that they feel that way. I don't think that women should come home, cook, clean, work, put the kid to bed. When you were driving back and forth, I literally said, would it make more sense? And you were already kind of headed that way. And we sat down and discussed it. It just made more sense for you to come home and sit at home and do stuff at home and be with Blake. Now, at this point, you have to figure out what works for you in your relationship. But And I also think it's because um, women are more vocal about... Um, how they feel like they should be treated in relationships and yeah. when they feel like their workload is becoming too much. I just feel like women are more expressive now than what our parents and grandparents were. Um, and you and I have talked about that. Like, for instance, um, like your parents. Okay. Your parents worked. They both worked. But you told me that your mom pretty much did all the housework. Everything. And the cooking. House clean. And the cleaning. Ooh, fire. Everything was good. So, and I felt like there was also a struggle at the beginning of our relationship. I mean, I still think it is. Like, <laughs> go ahead. And that, but that, that'll that be something that I'll never agree to. Because it's like, you want women to be dog-ass tired. <laughs> this is not the while case. But but that's what happens. Women end up being dog ass tired while the man gets to go to work and come home and sit up on the couch and watch sports all night. But see, it's not the case. And I feel like what happens now in this situation, what you're talking about is something that I try to avoid, right? And that's keeping score. Like I shouldn't keep tabs of like our right, indie cook. Monday, and she didn't clean Tuesday, but she cooked Thursday. We shouldn't keep tabs on, or we shouldn't keep score on like things that one another do. We should do these things because this is how we want our relationship, and this is how we want the house to be run. Um, I do feel like that when you appreciate and value the other one's work ethic or the other one's workload, then you will want to step up and do more. I shouldn't have to come home and expect like the food to be cooked or the house to look a certain way if I just work from... 7.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Then I get off and I still have to come home and do X, Y, Z. I feel like that's showing not only disrespect to like the house overall, but also disrespect to the person. But I don't think in the same breath, I don't think we should be keeping score like, man, I came home at 6.30 on Thursday and nothing was clean. The food wasn't even done. So you know what? F that. If she asked me for anything this week, I ain't doing it. We ain't going out on no dates or nothing. No, no, no. Don't keep score. I feel like that's where we mess up and that's where we get tangled and that's how arguments start. But men still don't even understand. Like, I feel like it's harder for men to be in like that full-time parent role. Like, the stress level, just because men are just not motherly. And a lot of men aren't nurturing either. Yeah. So for me, I'm sitting at home with Blake, who is three and a half now. 
So I am dealing, I'm, I'm spending time with him. I'm having to play with him. I'm having to teach him. And I'm also dealing with tantrum on tantrum on tantrum. Finally put him down for a nap. And then I have a two hour break while he's napping. So what do I do? Do I, do I clean the house and prepare <laughs> dinner for the night? Or do I work on my business? I'm working on my business. Because. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's what's important to me right now. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, nothing wrong with that. But that's where I think something comes in, not for you, but time management. I do think that that's an important quality that comes into these expectations and these um, labor labor devices in this uh, <laughs> made up of work. Labor divides. Like we have to figure out. So good, time management on who's in though. On, on, on everybody's. On everybody's. What I'm saying. Like we got to come together and we got to talk about. All right, listen. I only got two hours of the day. Can we set aside maybe X, Y, Z so I can be able to do this? Or I need this time set aside so I can figure out how to achieve this. And I do believe that that's a big thing. And that's one of the biggest reasons that a lot of couples fail when it comes to the division of labor. Because you think there's not enough hours in the day, but there could be if we manage our time a little bit better. I don't agree. Okay. I don't agree. Because like the week that I tried to take care of like and keep the house clean and have dinner clean... Cook. I mean, dinner cook. I got those you. were the nights that I ended up staying up to like one, two o'clock in the morning. Ooh, I ain't get no butt. She came to bed too Working late. Working on my business, so I don't feel like it's fair for you to say that it's a time management. No, not for issue. you in general. Stop compartmentalizing but that's what I'm saying. things. Like even even if this is somebody else's situation, okay, all okay, the time okay. it's not a time management issue. All right, cool. Go for it. Go for it. Sometimes I this I remember this guy after I had Blake. This guy DM'd me because he, he had a kid. And he DM'd me. He was like, I just want to let you know that sometimes you're just going to have to let the mess be the mess. <laughs> like, sometimes you are just going to have to let the stuff stay in the floor. Like, he should have DM'd me because I get antsy when I see that. You can't do all the things all the time. Yeah. Because you are going to wear yourself out. And it's real spill. So, some days I have to pick and choose what's more important to me in that day. And listen, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But then on the flip side, when you say men expect women to do certain things, I do think women expect men to do certain things too, like being like providing and protecting. But if I don't go to work, if I don't feel like going to work, I feel I don't if I go to work and I give a half-ass performance, then they gonna let me go. They gonna find somebody else. So with that same breath. You can't say one thing and then expect another. But you're giving you giving all your all to your job because you're working for somebody else and you're depending on a check. Like you have to go to work right. and do those things. Right. In the same breath, you are not giving that same effort at home because you've given your all right. to your job. Right. Right. So when I so get home, for the other person, yeah. It's almost like you give the other person no room to choose or decide. Mm, okay. For the other person, you're like, I feel like you need to put your all into your job, into the house, into the kids. Whereas the man is like, well, I put my all into my job. I don't have nothing else to give to nobody else. Mm, okay. That's not fair. That is not an equal. All right, well, I mean, listen, I understand it. I get what you're saying exactly. However, when I come home after giving my all to the job, and if I come home and I'm looking forward now at this point to giving my all to my family, but then when I come home, I'm looking at the mess on the floor. I'm looking at the food not done. I'm looking at the house just being in shambles at this point. Like everything I've, everything that I expected, right? To be done around that, and I'm not being old fashioned, but everything that I had thought to be done, I thought that I would have um, done at the house is not done. So now, how am I supposed to feel? Am I supposed to be like, oh, happy go lucky, here it comes, daddy's no, home? No, you need to drop your expectations because right. every day isn't going to be that when you come home. That's what I'm saying. Okay, like, right, at the yeah. end of the day, like, you need to drop your expectations because, like I said, it makes me feel like. You are not respecting my time and the things that I'm working towards. 
And see, because even when I was working a full time job, there was still an, a certain expectation of cleaning the house and cooking. Mm. Oh, so like, in that sense, you still have an old school mentality when it comes to that. No, see, and I, and I don't think so. I don't think I ever expected you to be like, all right, I'm about to clean up. I'm about to do X, Y, Z. But at the same time, like now I feel like we have to have more respect for not only our relationship, but for the house itself. Like we have to be in it. We have to get to a point where I respect the house enough to do these things. I want to do, want to clean up, want it to look a certain way. I want to have a certain prestige about things that we pay for and put the effort to um, sustain and maintain. And I feel like that's should, that, that point alone, once you have certain things, should be enough for me. Like, I appreciate the smallest stuff in the house. And even this outside the house too, like if it's a car, whatever the case is, I feel like once we start appreciating stuff more and valuing things more, then we're still taking care of it. So let me ask you this. Say, for instance, this was a couple years ago when I was working. Yeah. Like I said, I was still doing the majority of the cleaning mm-hmm. and the cooking. Mm-hmm. You were just going to work. Yeah. You don't do no outside work. Yeah. You don't take care of no lawn Nothing. <laughs> so again. But see, all right, watch this though. I like where we go. For you to sit up. I like where we go. And say. Come on now. You keep saying that you don't have an old school mentality, but you do. Nah, I don't know. But go ahead. I like where we going. And you, you literally said, like. Uh-huh. You pay somebody else to That's do those things so that yeah. you don't have That's to do it. About to go. So again, if you feel like. You can pay the yard man so that you don't have to do it. A house cleaner, a housekeeper could also be working to the budget so that I'm working and I, that's something that I don't have to worry about. But again, you it's have gender roles in your head that you think you don't have in your head. And it <sighs> comes from the way that you, you saw. Your, nope. your parents. It's not even a gender role. What it is, is, like I say, it's a, it's a division of a labor role. Not a gen- If you were going to work every day, you were a sales lady, you were um, a teacher, you were whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever you're doing, a project, man, whatever you were doing. And if I were to stay at home, I would figure out a way. If I didn't want to clean, this is me. I would figure out a way, be like, all right, I'm going to save X, Y, Z every month because I know I ain't cleaning We're up. We're not no- talking about now. The scenario that I just presented to you was when I was working as a project manager. Oh, I shouldn't have. And I, and I, that was, yeah, that, for me. Even then, I would go to work, drive an hour yeah, to work, yeah. pick up, like, drive an hour back home. And by the time we got home, you, but see, you doing didn't your thing, even though. cook. But see, now, that's what I'm saying. But see, now I feel like what you're doing is writing on the scoreboard. That's, that's not writing on the scoreboard, Bear. But when the score is always zero, like, what right, are you supposed to do? The score isn't, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, the division of labor still isn't. And you can't wrap your mind around what I'm saying. I don't know why. But now, say, all right, but take that. Okay, cool. Take that. You say back then, I expect you to drive and do this and do that. Now, guess what? Now, that lasted for how long? How long did that last? Over a year. Over a year. Now, since, since we're doing this, let's do it, right? Over a year. Span over a year. That happened. How long have you been out of work now? Two years. Three. But, but no, two and a half. Two years. So, so, which one is more? Still, two is more than one is what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. Now, now I'm doing the score thing. So, it's not right for anybody to sit up here and do that. What I'm saying is we have to figure out how to divide the pie and be respectful to one another's time. And that's the biggest thing. We got to set expectations, not only us in general, set expectations, figure out what needs to be done and do it. That's what I think. But but I'm saying you can't sit up and get angry when... I'm the expect the expectations are not what you think that they're supposed to be on a daily basis. Exactly. That's why you talk about things, right? That's why you when say, you, "Hey, what?" No, nah, it's when you say, "Hey, I expect if I'm going to work or if I'm doing this, then make it. I at least have this is me just talking. Can I at least have this, 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 and this done? Or if you say, "Hey, I'm this is what I'm doing all week," so when you get home, 
Don't expect this, this, this to be done. However, some things will be done and 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 the way we talked about it and how you think they should be, but don't expect everything to be done. And I think if you talk about that and put that out in the air and just let somebody know, I think you'll be straight. But sometimes I feel like a conversation isn't always necessary. Like it's an understanding because I visibly see what you're doing every day. Like certain right. things I have not expected of you the past couple of weeks because I know you've been working long hours. I don't feel like I need to sit up and have a conversation with you and ask you why you're not doing X, Y, Z because it's visible. I understand what you're doing. On my end, if you see that I'm up every night till 1 a.m. working, I don't feel like we need to have a conversation about why X, Y, Z is not being done because you can see what I'm doing. Exactly. So I'm saying like stop putting all your eggs in the now basket and we're talking about in general right so i do think it's important that everybody just start small and then build out and be smart about what we expect out of one another it's just that on that and also be realistic like don't think just because hey she's planning an event i shouldn't have i should be realistic about what's going to be done around the house this week or i should be realistic about hey She's going to be up a long time. So the food might not be done. I have to live in reality. And so should everybody else. I'm not putting this all in my house. I'm speaking in general, right? And that's what I'm trying to get to. Instead of somebody over here wants to talk about what's going on well, you right now at this moment. Well, you always bring up situations that apply to us. Because I want to talk about it openly with everybody else. Because somebody's probably going through the same thing. In general. Okay. This is a general conversation. Right? And it's not going to happen overnight. You know what I'm saying? Like, these things don't change. Even though we're having a conversation now, I don't expect us to get off the mic and all of a sudden, I start to clean or I start to cook or she start to clean or she start to cook. Give it some time. You know what I mean? I do feel like that these conversations are healthy to have openly because eventually we'll start seeing the pendulum shift the other way. So that's all I was trying to do. Take stuff and just get personal. You think it's a personal attack against your moral compass over here? Let me tell you what I always tell: hit dog holler every time. Hit dog holler from this vibrator to this. See you later. You know, no, because you be talking about stuff. You just become you be just oblivious. Nah, I find good things to talk about. Good things to talk about. Yeah, but don't be sitting up here acting like you ain't going through the same stuff. Let me hit the button. Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's Relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. This week, B-Love's Relationship ooh, brought to you by the smooth taste with tropical. I'm on that Red Bull. Tropical Red Bull. Lord, it's so sweet and so delightful. Now, I thought about this a minute ago when we were talking, kind of well, when I was coming up, what we we're going to talk about thought about something else and that is something i think that we should start implementing and other couples too so my relationship this week is for everybody out there with their partner i feel like your partner should also start to hold you accountable but let me tell you how i think they should i feel like each week you all should have a talk don't gotta be no long talk kind of a short talk and talk about one thing one goal i'm sorry that you're gonna accomplish for yourself and then one goal that you're going to accomplish for the house, for the relationship. I do think that that's healthy enough to be able to do. Start setting a goal every week, like this week. And it ain't got to be nothing big. Like, you say, all right, Andy, guess what? This week, I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy some more shoe organizers to put some shoes up. So if I don't do it, make sure I do it. And then for us, I'll say something like this week, I'm going to make sure that I go buy the jet dry for the dishwasher so we can wash these dishes and they'll dry better. I do think that we should start (laughs) setting some goals to accomplish every week and it's going to help us stay uh, disciplined and start knocking off things that were on our to-do list and have an accountability partner. How you feel about that? Are you going to start doing that? Yeah, I just told you my goals for the week. I'm going to buy some shoe organizers and I'm going to go get some jet drop for the dishwasher. <laughs> it ain't got to be nothing I crazy. It got nothing to do with your partner. I thought you were talking about like the jet drop. See, like, now she wants to change it and make no, it how she she wants to make it how she wants it to be. Go ahead. I 
feel like Every if you're talking about goals, then you should. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Every time. I feel like if you're talking about <laughs> goals, you need to be talking about collective goals. I do not care about you buying your shoe organizers. That sounds like something that needs to be put on your to-do list of, like, your own. So. <laughs> Y'all no. probably wondering what's Our going on. It's funny. He has his hand underneath the door. I don't even know what he's doing. So, I do think that's a great tip. India, tell the people where they can find you. I'm going to save you from you because Blake is about to come in. Tell the people where they can uh, find you. India.Marie on Instagram. Follow She Did Her Thing Co. Um, I've changed the page name. It is She Did Her Thing Co. That is the event name for this year. Forever and ever. That's it. Um, so, go follow that page and tap in and be on the lookout for updates. Hello, Blake. Find me at BLove1911 on all social platforms. Be sure to follow She and I Podcast on Instagram. Leave us a message at She and I Podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. We got my guy, executive producer, in the background. Shout out to Blake one time. It's been real. It's been fun. Be she, 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 I, 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 I